What's good, family? Welcome back to the Drunk Money Podcast. It's finna be episode six, and today we getting drunk on savings. Let's get it. Morning, get your hustle on. Standing strong, mad morning, get your hustle on. Standing strong, mad morning, get your hustle on. Standing strong, mad morning, get your morning, get your morning, get your. good man hope y'all had a good weekend hope y'all had a good couple of weeks i've been on vacation so i'm trying to get back into the swing of things at work but yeah man just a quick update on what's happening on my end went home for two weeks had the time of my life uh became an uncle so that was cool got to welcome my niece uh, into the world and just hold her for a long time and she's so precious she moves a lot uh, while you're holding her, which gets a little frantic when you don't you you don't really have experience holding infants. Uh, but she's just precious. I got time to uh, had time to uh, spend time with family, spend time with friends. Uh, just geeked out with my mom, relaxed, drank, watched South Park with my pops, hung out with uh, my girlfriend, just watched Atlanta. Great TV show, by the way. Um, just really got a time to relax and eat good food. And during all this is definitely good to just recuperate, get your energy levels back up, jump right back into work. So came right back to work and immediately was not feeling it. <laughs> so much stuff had changed in a matter of two weeks, but it's all good. I'm trying to make the best of my last two months out here in, uh, in Colorado. So just got to make the best of the situation. Still currently looking for other opportunities. Definitely sent out more applications. I'm in contact with multiple recruiters and also uh, have an interview set up uh, at the end of this month with a fan company as well. So once that goes over and uh, that's completed, I'll let you guys know how that went. We all know how that last one went. So we're hoping to go one for two and not 0 for two. Um, but yeah, a big UFC event happening this weekend. Um, excited for that. Can't wait to watch it. Wish I could watch it with the gym, but I doubt they're opening up their homes to a bunch of people for pay-per-view and drinks. So it's all good. Still COVID is running rampant. So wear your mask and wash your hands. Uh, but today, yeah, the main focus is really just going to be savings. I figure since we touched on all the big budget items, we touched on housing, we touched on transportation. Um, you know what I'm saying? We touched on a lot of different things. I figured it would make sense to go uh, straight into uh, savings. And we're going to hit another big budget item, which is going to be food during this. But I figured food wasn't too big of a, a budget item to make into a whole episode. So uh, that's if you guys definitely want that, let me know. Hit my email up and I'll definitely add that to the upcoming schedule. But um, basically, man, the way I view it is... A lot of people don't know how to save money. <laughs> you literally don't know what's coming in. Well, you know what's coming in, but you don't know what's coming out. So it's hard to project what you keep for yourself 
Um, I guarantee you, if you ask most people close to you how much they're spending on food, how much they're spending on car costs, how much they're spending at the casino, shoes, clothes, they would not be able to tell you. Um, so it's important to kind of have an idea of what you're putting out as well as an idea of where you want to be in the future. Um, I always conceptualize it like this because people always complain about budgeting and, and all that type of stuff. They don't want to keep track of it. It's too much maintenance. It's like, well, if you have an idea of what you want to be, you have to start um, planning for it. So if you, you have a budget, even if you don't, um, I would say, adhere to it strictly, you're still a lot closer than if you didn't have a budget. Um, so just a couple of things uh, on that tip. Uh, when it comes to budgeting, first of all, you need to know what your income is on a monthly basis. I would say for people who work on commissions or their their uh, their pay isn't as consistent as a salaried worker, or even an hourly worker, uh, just take the average of your last 12 months and use that as your monthly salary. Uh, so that's one. You need to know what you're, what you're bringing in. And for those people as well who may not have taxes, just taken straight out, pay pay the IRS, man. Pay Uncle Sam because he will beat you over the head on the on the back end. So um, figure out your income for one. Next, I would say, which would be very easy for people, is to go over just the big bill items. So go from big bills to small bills. So you got mortgage, or for most people, you have rent. Uh, you have car notes. You have student loans. Um, and then you get into uh, extra stuff, as in you have your insurances, car insurance, home insurance, health insurance. Uh, you have gas, Wi-Fi, cell phone, streaming services, stuff like that. Uh, tally all of that up. And now you have most of your liabilities. And those things tend to stay consistent, right? You're not having a mortgage bill that, that uh, fluctuates. You're not having gas, really, that fluctuates if you're keeping the same lifestyle, uh, same with Wi-Fi, cell phone, all that stuff stays the same. Um, now you have the main one, which might fluctuate a lot, which is groceries or going out. So this is kind of difficult to budget because some months you might have down months, other months you might be doing a lot of things. So it definitely fluctuates. So this one, I'm not even too good on keeping a strict budget on, but I do my best. Um, so once you have all of those uh, expense items tallied up, and you have your income, just subtract your in, uh, track the expenses from the income, and that's what you have left over. Now, if you're realizing that you have zero left over or very minimal or even, in most cases, negative, um, there's a couple of things that you can do to reevaluate your situation. Uh, one is to, which you can easily do in a second, is get different quotes on your insurance. Um, car insurance, specifically, I've been able, if you listen to the previous episode, reduce my car insurance to $200 a month, from $200 a month to 62 So something you can easily do is just get more quotes from uh, more insurers and make sure that you're not getting beat over the head unnecessarily. Um, I have the same insurance I had when I was paying $200, so that just speaks volumes. Um, another thing you can do is check out different cell phone plans. Uh, honestly, I pay $25 a month for Visible Wireless. They use Verizon Towers. Is it as consistent as Verizon? Of course not. Um, Verizon customers get priority than Visible. 
But honestly, I don't really see a change in my lifestyle, as well as the fact that I had T-Mobile before this, and they were terrible, <laughs> essentially. Uh, very inconsistent cell phone coverage, especially out here in Colorado. So I would say check out your cell phone coverage and also reevaluate how much you're using your subscriptions. Uh, I know I'm having an issue with that right now because I have Disney Plus for a year and I haven't opened that thing up in maybe two or three months. Um, so those are just things that you can quickly hit on and save you maybe 150 bucks to $200, depending on how many people are in your household, a month in probably less than 30 minutes of effort. Everything's online now, so it's super easy. Uh, I would say the next thing after that you could look at is, man, minimizing your grocery bill. If you're buying frozen dinners, if you're buying um, snack and junk food, not only is that crushing your pockets, but it's crushing your waistline. Like You're, you're going to get unhealthier and broker as time goes on. It's just the fact of the matter. Um, there's nothing wrong with splurging every now and again, but you're making it a weekly trip to the grocery store and you're just buying nothing but bags of chips and sodas. God, don't ever buy a two liter soda. If you're going to get a soda, just get the cans. And that in itself will restrict you way more. It's it's honestly such a better alternative. Um, just hit the hit the fruit out, man. Hit the vegetable out. Just, get, just pick you up some some healthy meats, some some seafood. And just rock out with that. Honestly, that's helped me a lot. Um, try not to hit up fast food. I usually find that if I meal prep, I'm not hitting DoorDash up or I'm not calling Papa John's to, for a lifeline and, and and ordering everything off the menu because then they have a delivery minimum, which is crazy. So usually if you have at least one meal um, in the chamber that you can just pull out and just, just eat on a moment's notice, you, you're good. You won't rely on um, eating out as much. I would also say... Get into cooking at home. I know I've been chefing up so many pizzas. Now, is that the best for my waistline? Absolutely not. But I will say that it's given me that kind of experience you get from going out to a restaurant. You get um, pretty happy making your own food. Then not only that, you just get better and better. So now I can see myself when I move back home, maybe hosting some pizza parties, showing other people how to make pizzas if they've never made them. Uh, making it a whole thing instead of going out to a restaurant, spending money on drinks and all that. We could just have our own little thing. So I would definitely say attempt to, you know, become your own Gordon Ramsay. Um, but other than that, I would say usually most people's budgets aren't really off the wall. Um, just look at your subscriptions. Make sure you're not paying for anything you're not using. That's the main one. I just hate when I see that happening. Um, if you still find that after that, you're not where you need to be as far as having money left for yourself, I would definitely say try to reevaluate your uh, your income stream. Um, so there's a couple of ways you can do that. Uh, jump jobs. I know a lot of times, especially in the tech field, that's the only way that we really get boosts. Um, unless you're working at one of the big conglomerate tech companies working at Facebook, Microsoft. A lot of the companies 
will still only give you a 2% increase, 3% increase per year, no matter the, the effort. It's mostly based off of experience. But if you jump to a different company, that company is, is going to pay extra just in order to bring you over. I'm kind of seeing that now where I was talking to a recruiter today and she asked for a number and she told me later on in the phone call that I would probably be able to get more than my, the number that I threw out. Keep in mind that number was over 15% of what I would be making now. I think it's actually over 17%. So uh, just something to think about as well, maybe shifting career fields, maybe uh, going out and starting a business. No better time than now when most people are at home. Um, hopefully most people are employed at home, but if not, what a better time to, to take a chance. Um, start an e-commerce business, look into other ventures, blogging, uh, working remote, maybe getting a, a boost from there. Um, starting a side gig even, adding some extra income. Uh, I'm sure everyone has skills that's listening to this, whether you're in arts or you're in tech or you're creative or you give good advice, just look for ways to monetize that in any shape or form. You can start off undercutting people essentially in order to just get that experience. And once you have that under your belt, you're just off to the races. So I would say that, you know, maybe even look at commission only jobs. So maybe being a, a salesman or uh, a, a, a real estate agent, like why these, while these jobs might start off slow, with enough commitment and dedication, you'll be able to grow that into even in some cases over six figures of income per year. So just several different options. Um, and once you get to that point where you maybe have $200, $400, dollars extra a month, um, you're able then to uh, save that away, whether it's for more investments so you can free up more of your time or just more of a emergency fund in order to protect yourself from windfalls. Uh, so I would say the best scenario for this would just be to open a high yield interest savings account. Stop going to these big, large banks and settling for 0.01% on your money. Right now it's very low because of COVID, but most high interest savings accounts was offering at least 3% before all of this happened, maybe around 35 I think I've gotten 3.2 in some cases. So, I mean, even that $1,000, like I'd rather get 3% on that than 0.01. That's just laughable. So, uh, you know, open up a savings account. I personally have Ally. They've been great. It's a strictly online bank. So super easy to use, super easy to set up. Uh, they have no, basically no overhead. So they always have the highest interest rates that they can possibly have at the time. Uh, so I would say go with Ally Bank. Uh, there's definitely some other ones. I know PNC has a high yield savings account. Um, so just look look into those options. And you know some people use the bucket strategy where they have multiple savings for multiple things. I just have one savings that personally I use for just investing. I don't like holding a lot of cash, so I dump all of my savings in there and then. If I know I want to invest, then I just pull from there. That's essentially my emergency fund as well. Um, so there's a lot of different strategies you can use. That's personally mine. Uh, so let's get more into the details as far as my budget goes. So 
this is kind of what I'm working with. I and keep keep in mind that I recently um, just started getting really serious about the home buying process. So I reduced my 401k contributions down to I believe eight percent because that's when I get the full company match. So my income is definitely a lot higher than it was the past two years. So my monthly income now is around five thousand dollars. So it's pretty much fifty one hundred five thousand and ninety five dollars. Um, my rent combined with utilities is fifteen hundred dollars. Um, then I have uh, the the definitely inconsistent portion of my budget, which is groceries slash going out. Now this is kind of low, and it's probably because I live with myself and we're in the middle of COVID. It would be higher if that wasn't the case, since you know I still like to have a social life. But right now it's only two hundred and thirty dollars. I like to spend at most. $50 a week on groceries. I try to get it lower if I can, but it just seems to go up with the addition of uh, certain things that I like to eat, like protein bars before I hit the gym or something like that. So uh, I've been around 200 consistently. So even with uh, buying pizza, uh, sorry, pizza, um, wow, my mind just blank. <laughs> even with buying uh, pizza ingredients, uh, I've been pretty consistent at around $200. And, you know, $30 here and there for a bottle of liquor or beer or um, anything like that, DoorDash. So that's that side of the budget. So then I have uh, my MMA gym for $100. I have car insurance for 62 I use Progressive, um, and they've been great. I just switched to them recently. Got me, uh, I think I was paying an extra $30 a month just switched off a of principal. That's over $300 a year saving. So I'll take it. Uh, gas is only 50 strictly due to the fact that I live a five minute walk from my house. <laughs> so I'm rarely going anywhere that far. Uh, Wi-Fi is 30. When moving here, I got a um, introduction package with Xfinity for a year. So it was 30 bucks for pretty good Wi-Fi for me. I don't game on PC, so I don't need crazy uh, crazy download speed. And I'm also not like a YouTuber, so I don't need crazy upload speed. So, uh, cell phone, like I mentioned earlier, was $25. Uh, and then I have Spotify for 10. Now there's a couple things missing in here because this is my monthly budget. So I'll have to uh, redo this when I move back because, um, I do have renter's insurance, but I paid that all out for the year. I believe that was around a hundred and I want to say $50 maybe. For the year, um, I do have Disney Plus. That was sixty bucks, but I paid that out for the year. Um, so there's a couple of things that I just paid out flat and essentially forgot about it. It's still there, but it's not a part of my monthly budget. Um, so those are the main hitters. So if you do all that math and subtract it, I'm left with three thousand and eighty-eight dollars to save and invest. Honestly, just blessed to have that much money um, left over afterwards. Do the math really quick. I believe that my savings rate is around sixty percent. So super high. I'm trying to maximize this before I have major expenses like a family <laughs> or a house where uh, HVAC might break or anything like that. So trying to maximize it while I can. I'm just throwing all this money away right now. Uh, I actually recently just took some of my savings and. And 
did a semi-real estate deal with uh, one of my boys back in Maryland. Uh, so he's doing a, a fixer-upper. Uh, really nice. Like, uh, very good condition. Uh, doesn't look like they need to do much with the foundation or the roof. I'm happy about that. Um, and he was looking for someone to lend money. So I was essentially a hard money lender. It's definitely an interesting experience and uh, definitely just nice in order to just keep growing and keep trying to invest and not only invest in myself, but then investing in other people uh, because he's going to make a come up off of that. I, look, I looked at the numbers and yeah, I'm excited for him and for myself as well. So just looking to keep saving all this upcoming income and yeah, man, hopefully buy my first property. Uh, stay tuned for that. Um, right now, I already got pre-approved. I'm trying to find a real estate agent. It's kind of difficult uh, considering the times, but hoping to find one within the next week and just start maybe putting offers out there. So pretty excited. Um, stay tuned if y'all you guys want to you know learn more about that journey. I'll probably do a long podcast once I finish closing. Just listing all the details of the property, what I plan on doing with it, uh, my my kind of long-term goal with that, and where I'll be investing my money afterwards. So uh, stay tuned to the Drunk Money Podcast. Uh, if you guys want to follow me on the socials, at me at, uh, hit me up at, on Twitter at Drunk Money Podcast. Um, and yeah, man, just let me know if you got any questions, got any concerns, ways I can improve on this podcast. Just want to holler at me. Uh, just hit me up. And yeah, man, that's it for this episode. Um, basically, all I'm sipping on right now is some of that, uh, some some whiskey right now, man. It's pretty crazy. Because <laughs> over vacation, I probably drank a little bit too much. Um, but, you know everything in moderation. It's not like I'm doing that all the time. So it's just nice to kind of get my, uh, kind of just like, just let loose. Uh, so right now I'm just drinking some Maker's Mark and just vibing out with you guys. So uh, basically, man, just the chase of the day is honestly, take a break. Sometimes we just work so hard. Sometimes we're focused on so many of our long-term slash short-term goals slash family members slash schoolwork or careers or side hustles or trying to trying to be the, the, the best of everything. You just need time for yourself. I took three books with me back home. I read absolutely none of them. I think I read 10 pages. I just didn't feel like it. I just felt like playing the games, laughing with family, and drinking and eating great food. And you know what? That's cool. It's not like I'm spending that much money all the time. It's not like I'm drinking that much all the time. It's not like I'm playing the game that much all the time. So sometimes it's good to just let loose, come back to reality, take a day or two to get back on the train, and just keep it pushing, man. I'm your host, Jay. This has been a Drunk Money Podcast, episode six. See y'all on Thursday. Peace.